It is Lima Time Time, episode 133. The sex number. It's the sex number. It totally is. Uh, this time pa- Do I? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. That's my bad. Uh, he's Pat. I'm James. Um, everyone's dead in the, in the bullpen, uh, except for like 22-year-old flamethrowers, which is cool, I guess. Uh, and the season could end before the episode's done. So, how you feeling? Uh, baseball terrible. I don't remember it being so terrible. It's really bad. Like, I don't like this at all. No. No, I, I tweeted yesterday that I said it was borderline unwatchable, but that really meant it's unwatchable. The, the number of <clears> – and I, I guess other teams are dealing with it too, but the number of walks and just the, the – how long the games are taking mainly because of the walks. Like it's a, honestly, it's a, a pretty sweet own of, of Rob Manfred on, on, on all 30 teams, you know, backs to, to have these games that are going four, four and a half hours. Uh, you know, it's, 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 I, I applaud them for coming together to own Rob Manfred. <laughs> that's true. That's what he, that's what he gets. No, I mean, this is, and this is to be expected. These are spring training games. Guys are having to work up to their, to their regular season regiment. Uh, they have to amp up this way, or ramp up rather, with just what uh, Granky was talking about. Uh, so we have to deal with this. Uh, wouldn't it have been a great time to, to use the robot ump, though? I think I feel like that would have helped the Astros out a few bit. A few, yeah. Few I mean, like, everyone, like, it's, it's so bizarre. And at first I was like, man, you know, these, these dudes are getting hurt a lot. And, and they are. And the Astros are dealing with, like, a catastrophic – pitching situation but you're asking guys to to go out basically after like what three weeks of spring training and and have their normal velocity because you know like if, if Justin Verlander gets gets touched up for eight earned runs in a spring training start you're like whatever you know it, it, it that's that's how it goes but but now that the games like count and and it's a shortened season they're trying to go out and, and go full effort before they're ready to do so and right. And it's just – it just freaking sucks. Like, it's going to be – if they continue this idiotic season, it's going to be whoever whoever has the either the deepest farm system or or just manages to not get COVID. Like, that's that's just if, – if you have enough acceptable arms, then then you might be okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's the, the truth. Uh, I, I think with the – at least with the, the COVID stuff, I, I think th- that they – figure out a way to to play this season just about no matter what unless I mean unless players start getting really uh just get a real egregious with it I think it'd be a a huge immense embarrassment for them to start and then have to cancel it because of that so I think that they would avoid that at all costs oh yeah Um, it's it's clear they're they're gonna get this in no matter what I don't think it's as close. It's at is at dire straits like is being reported, but it's not good with the the Cardinals going to casinos. Of course they are. Those fucking degenerate pieces of shit. <laughs> the Marlins clubbing it's South Beach. What do you expect? Um, but I, so I don't think it's 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 in dire straits from that standpoint. Uh, the, you know, trying to find some silver lining. Uh, the, the Astros and, and it might not pay dividends this year, but they're going to end up with a much deeper bullpen because of these innings that these these young guys are are, are getting work in 
you you you, you find you find one or two gems, you know, i.e. a Blake Taylor, uh, and then you get your guys back. Well, then you have, then you absolutely have a deep bullpen, and and with new guys that you can rely on. So I think that's something to at least some silver lining to to take into a you know matter of fact or whatever. I think what's what's interesting and what I think the domino effect will be is. I mean, obviously, you know, the Astros trust their pitching coach at Corpus or Fayetteville or Round Rock or whatever, but you're taking guys that are, that are getting lessons from Brent Strong and they are, they are getting they are they have Martin Maldonado behind, behind the plate. Like they are getting, it's basically like the DeVry of baseball. Like it's on the job training. Like it's, it's, yeah. So you're, you're exposing you know, guys that I'd really hope that we'd get to see, like Christian Javier. Um, Framber did a, a an incredible job yesterday, and 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 I've I've been I haven't been as high on on Framber Valdez, but I mean, yesterday he did a freaking job, and and that was really cool to see. And you're getting all these guys that 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 get to go through the preparation with Brent Strom, that. You know that they're going to take with that for the rest of their careers because everyone knows Brent Strom's a freaking genius. So right. it's really, I wonder what the long-term effect of of having basically everybody get hurt to where you're having to rely on Brandon Belak and and yeah. Chris here. It's it's it, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Well, but they're also they're also getting they're getting meaningful work in real games that mean something in high leverage situations, and you can't. You can't get that anywhere else. I don't care what minor league system you're playing for. You know, these games mean something. And and honestly, I, I was thinking about this earlier, uh, that, oh, it's a 60-game season. They don't have time to mess around. But with half of the league getting into the playoffs, really, you can approach this just like any other regular season. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's a really good point. If you have the luxury of having a lineup like the Astros, like if if the Astros – aren't in the top two teams in the AL West, then things went absolutely awry, and then they still have a chance to be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, can, you can kind of baby step your way into, uh, into you know, say, into, into September to where you really need to be ramped up and, and playing. So uh, I, I think that much ado about nothing as, as always, but – it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna pay dividends for these guys getting work in, and they wouldn't have even. Yeah, some of these guys wouldn't even had work at the spring training level. You know, they would have had limited work and split squad starts. So, I mean, this is, this is gonna pay dividends for for the the bullpen going forward. So that's that's a silver lining. What's <clears throat> What's interesting is we we talk about you know how, you know the, the Astros are scoring the second most runs in baseball per game. Um, and, and and you know they 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 are sort of hitting runners in scoring position has was an issue over the the well the last year and a half, uh, but you know the the crazy thing is that they're they're scoring almost six runs a game and Springer's not hitting, Bregman's not hitting, Altuve isn't hitting for crap, and Jordan's not in the lineup. Like it's it's nuts. Yeah, that's all I got for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that, that's, how, that's how good of a lineup that, that, that they have. And even with this, with, you know, makeshift guys, with Jack Mayfield's coming in and the Stubbs and the, the Miles Straw, you know, these guys, uh, these guys are getting base hits and big base hits. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this isn't even the uh, Astros at full force yet. And, and you know, then the reason is 
it's hard to pitch when you don't know what pitch is coming. <laughs> that seems to be the uh, the, uh, the the re the repeat phrase I keep saying from people who have no idea how the game works or how that this sign stealing even works, which is makes me even happier. Yep, yep. No, this is all a, a gigantic uh, ex expose of who actually knows something about baseball. Right. So that's uh, yeah. That's the so that's been the talking line, and I just think that's just so funny that that's not even how the sign stealing works. They, they, <laughs> they didn't know every pitch was coming. They figured out one breaking ball. It doesn't matter. I won't have to get into it. And I'm so tired of the arguing that I applaud the uh, the Michael Schwabs and the people out there that are going to battle every day. But I just don't have the. I don't. I'm not. I don't have the patience to educate. But people that aren't going to listen anyway. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm not. <laughs> battle. You I can't. I, and I, I commend you for going out and doing it and fighting it on the on the front lines, but you, it's going to all fall upon deaf ears, unfortunately. Yep, 100%. Like, that is a literal waste of breath because it's and, – and it's what we've talked about about the Astros since we started this podcast, what, like four and a half years ago, that that it's – everything with the Astros is confirmation bias. Like, you – you whatever you see confirms whatever narrative you have. Yep. And, and that's basically, regrettably, how society has gone, you know, following that path um, ever since. So it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't, I love Michael Schwab. I, 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 I could not do it. I don't know. And, and I don't know if that's just me. Putting in the work day in and day out and trying this, I'm like, oh, man, I've, he, he hadn't had his spirit broken yet, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that could be it. <laughs> no, it's, it's happened to us already yeah i just don't i don't have time for it um <laughs> what did you uh what did you make of the jim crane comments uh, you know a la brennan todman and that kind of stuff did you hey i know you saw i saw you tweet about it so i know you saw it it was the first part went okay and it was almost like you're hanging out with a buddy who's like drinking scotch and at, right. first, at first, things are going okay. Like, he's holding it together. And then, ultimately, the scotch takes over. And, and you're just like, no, what are you – no, stop. What are you doing? And you should have ended this interview, you know, 10 minutes ago. Um, I, I think it was stupid to even have – to even agree to the interview in the first place. Because <clears throat> all it did was let everyone relitigate every decision the Astros have made since Osuna. And yeah. that's really not what the Astros need right now. So, I, I mean, it's sort of, you know, I, I just want Jim Crane to be the money guy. Like, sign the checks, show up, do, you know, do the ring. He, up Sarah. until then, he had not, he had not, he had absolutely been that. We didn't, you didn't get an extra soundbite from him. You didn't get interviews. He was out of the, out of the way. So, that's why it felt like so unnecessary. Like, why did you put on the big look at me sign during this time where we all should be that should be the as low profile of an organization as you could be right now. One hundred percent, yes. In baseball games, but n no extra interviews. There's the PR campaign cannot be helped. No matter what, no matter what you think you can do, any. I don't care if you're 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 making a wish foundation to a, a million kids at once. Like, but <laughs> like you're gonna get lit up. It's it's just gonna backfire. No matter what, it's not gonna work. Yeah. So, I mean. It, <sighs> And I don't want to, and, and I feel dumb saying we shouldn't, he shouldn't have said it so that we don't have to relitigate it. And then we relitigate it all over again. But it's clear, like, <laughs> it's clear that the crane, at least from like a fan standpoint, has 
has no idea why the entire thing is embarrassing. And from Osuna to Taubman, like, like Brandon Taubman's not a kid. He's freaking 35 years old. Like you, you shouldn't, by that point, you should know better. If like an 18 year old, like, I don't know, like if it's oh, Hinch's, oh, that. <laughs> just anything. Hinch's younger cousin, like somehow got it. He was like, no, nah, I don't see what they did wrong. Like, and he's like 19 years old with like a tramp stamp. Like, you know, <laughs> you shouldn't just don't. And the, so to, to sort of say like, well, we didn't have a choice because everyone was so mad. Well, you made everybody mad by releasing <laughs> the statement that yeah, said, like, we stand by our guy. Not knowing, yeah, not knowing what, uh, like, well, everybody was mad, so we had to do it. That being said, why was everybody mad? <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah. know? That's kind of a big part of this, sir. Yeah, so once you start, like, there, why was everyone mad? Well, it's because of what we did and, and let Brandon Taubman write his own, you know, rebuttal, you know, against freaking three different reporters from three different news organizations. Like, Yeah, but he lived it, and he was just like, you don't have to, like, we know what he did, but you didn't have to talk about how he had a few pops. That's what he basically said. Oh, man, he just <laughs> and mouthed off a little bit. Oh, he was just amped up about Osuna and like trying to rationalize it. Like, yeah. oh, he was tired of people talking about Osuna. I will help too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad. no. Oh. It was just, it was just bad. Like, and 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 that's where I was like, just, just go back. But you know, find the run, check. Didn't get run with like, like I feel like it could have snowballed a lot worse. Like, I feel like I expected that to be picked up by friend of the program, Buster Olney, who just loves the Astros so much with all of his heart. <laughs> I'm surprised that one just reiterated over and over again where we had to relive, you know, Yahoo Newsflash, ESPN. So it, that didn't trickle out. Like, it, it, I'm surprising. I'm so actually really surprised it didn't. Yeah, no, that could have been a – Shit, and we don't trust anything he says anyway. <laughs> and I, I – uh, we could get – we could get Passon on the podcast. I guarantee it. Yeah. He'd come yeah, he'd come on. I don't know if that's something we probably should not talk about this on while we're recording. But yeah, uh, yeah I'd, I'd like to get Passon on. He's a, he's a pretty cool guy. Um, but it, I, I think what, what helped was that it was Bob Nightingale. And Bob Nightingale has been historically wrong about absolutely everything. everything. Like I would, a reporter has never been right. So, yeah. <laughs> That kind of helps. It's just like, all right, we got the the worst reporter on earth. So maybe maybe that maybe that worked out. Maybe that Jim Crane is is actually very wily and very smart. And like, I'm gonna say all these things <laughs> to the, the worst reporter that nobody trusts. So now it it all just goes away. So maybe that maybe we need to give him a little bit more credit. Stupid as a fox. Just evil genius, <laughs> evil idiotic genius, Jim Crane. Yeah, just just very very conniving and just oh yeah it's bob nightingale and nobody's already going to believe it so i can say anything be as forthcoming as possible and everybody's just going to dismiss it because it's bob nightingale because he's never said or reported anything accurate in his entire career so bob nightingale tweets out his story like i interviewed jim crane everyone's like i'm not reading that <laughs> like, i don't trust a single thing yeah we we doubt it buddy yeah jim jim crane okay nightingale fucking tweet <laughs> but, yeah so maybe jim crane never mind i, I take back everything i saw my <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Very good move. Very good move on it. <laughs> Bob Nightingale is a is a discredit to the Florence Nightingale family tree, and uh, he has brought shame <laughs> upon that entire house. Bird. In fact, he brings shame to the, the entire the bird, the whole bird species. 
<laughs> and that nightingale and that bird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Okay, you're making sure. Uh, yeah, no, there's been times where I've gone to retweet something and then saw it was Bob Nightingale and, and then not <laughs> decided, you know what, I'm not going to, I'm going to wait till this, this story, this story develops a little bit more. But I thought, yeah. Purposely saw that he was the one breaking the story. Like, okay, no, I'm not gonna. And that's, like, and that's no. the pure disrespect for him as a reporter. And that's really not. It's probably not fair, but it, that's really that's that's the way I view him. Yeah, no, it's like if, if Bob Nightingale saying something, I'm assuming it's the like in the in a in, it's the in a, of I'm out. Like in a 50-50 situation, I will pick the wrong choice 70% of the time. Like that's yeah. just a. Like if whenever, like whenever I would have to go to New York City or Boston or whatever and get on the subway, I'd give myself an extra thirty minutes of like, oh shit, time because I got on the wrong train. And like, like it's I feel like the Bob Nightingale is the me of subways of reporting. And and like, but I've thought like I've thought the same thing. Like I don't have much credibility, but I'm gonna work to preserve what I do have, so I'm not gonna retweet this national reporter because I don't wanna get the update question tweet like 57, 75 times a day. Yeah, yeah, that just just for that reason alone. And also, I mean, keep in mind, yeah, he's a national reporter for USA Today. Keep in mind, the sports section is right behind the funny papers and the obituaries. <laughs> I've the only name, seen a USA Today. It's, it's, it's a national much. obituary, it's a, it's a really big section. <laughs> section right behind that and the whatever the new the new comic is yeah it's behind the funny papers but yeah but they don't have a sports reputation anymore as it is but yeah Bob, we, but we've already given him too much time in this podcast to be honest with you the crazy thing is his son who i think is a reporter in cincinnati like is straight up legit like i don't i don't know Good. if you've come across him but it's almost like a conscious decision to say like I'm not gonna I'm, gonna. I'm gonna learn from the mistakes my, my my dad made, and I'm gonna do this a little bit better. Yeah, Bizarro Nightingale is actually good. <laughs> yeah, he's actually the version. Like I see them seeing Nightingale. I don't know, but he seems to be doing all the right things. Yeah, it's Bizarro. Nightingale. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, keep doing your work. Yeah, uh, avenge your your pop's name because he's not doing very well. <laughs> So what surprised you? What what has not surprised you from the first nine games of the season? Uh, uh, I I would say what, the thing that surprised me the most is how much I did not enjoy that kind of baseball. Like how like it was, and uh, I mean it was. I mean they were spring training games. I mean there is no other way to put it. Yep. Uh, the the way they were played. Uh, the way they were managed, and, and that's something that I'd like to touch on is that how Dusty Baker is not AJ Hinch, and he's a completely different. We got a different. We got a different manager with him, and he's trying to figure stuff out too. So I, I think just that, uh, and yeah, just how un, not enjoyable it was. It was, it was a not enjoyable. Not enjoyable for a first week of baseball for me, and, and this weekend especially. I mean, that was just the the Dodgers the series this little thing was one thing, but this this Angels thing was just absolutely god awful. I want to I want to point out <clears throat> a couple things. Uh, one, the Astros are five and two against not the Dodgers, who are basically at full strength and look right. like they've actually they actually spent the previous three months, you know, maybe throwing every five days just to get used to it. Right. They look they look uh, good. They look, and so the, the Astros are five and two against not the. And Dodgers. they lost the ratings game to them as well. Yeah. So so I'm I'm encouraged by that. Um, 
what was the other thing I was gonna say? I, I can't remember. Know. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. Does it? It doesn't. Um, doesn't. Yeah. So I yeah I, I just yeah just how not enjoyable it was, and, and it was just and it was Astros Angels baseball, but that's the last thing that I've watched. So that's the that's the taste I have in my mouth, and we'll see what happens with them when we get the Juggernaut Diamondbacks tomorrow night. Can't wait for that. Well, and and so the Astros very well. I mean, that Angel series was stupid for a lot of reasons, but. But one, like, it went to extra innings on Sunday because of Albert Pujols' Grand Slam. Like, that's the only reason. Like, nobody else did really anything. And the Astros did less than nothing with runners in scoring position. So, like, it's – it's there are encouraging – you look up and you're like five and four. What the heck? I don't know. What what is this, 2014 or 2016? Like, I don't understand what this is. Well – That's that's best – that's one, I mean, besides the Yankees. I mean, the Orioles are doing – the Orioles jumped off to a nice start. Good for them. They deserve yeah, but, it. But, I mean, yeah, but if you're – this is a season, it just hover around 500 is, is basically all you can do and then, and then you know, get a few games over. I know we talked about how they – we expect them to be 40 and 20, or at least I did. You said 35 and whatever, uh, 15 or whatever the, whatever the math is. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's, not, that's not correct. But, um, that's not correct, yeah. 35, 35 and 15, 35 and 20, 35. I don't know how to do math. I don't know. <laughs> Auction. Damn. Yeah, I'm John Michael Montgomery from that song. Hey, little pretty little lady, you sign. <laughs> and then an auction song, yeah. Going once, going twice, sold to the lady in the second row. Um, That's a deep cut. Yeah. She's eight, she's a nine, she's a ten, I know. She has ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. All right, anyway, I'm about to bid myself goodbye and kill myself. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I it's I've just I did not enjoy this weekend. That's that's basically what I'm stuck on. And and I mean, honestly, I think that's going to be more rip. Oh, and I was just like, fuck! I can't. Like, I couldn't. Uh, if there's if there's an extra inning, four hour game in Phoenix tomorrow night, like I'm gonna, I will lose it. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't do that for sure. And I don't think no, and nobody wants to. And and the fact is that if if the Astros were even like incrementally better with runners in scoring position that that this whole weekend would have been just a, a complete disaster for the angels. And, and it basically is already with Otani going to be, he's done. He's basically done for the year, at least pitching wise, but like nothing was, nothing was gained other than we got some games in and we're a little bit closer to whatever crazy playoff structure they, they end up deciding on. So it, it basically it's just, you're trying to, it's what we're all doing. Like it's 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 another instance of baseball reflecting everyday life, where you're just trying to get through that day, yeah. And you'll worry about the next day, the next day. And so just just try to come up with some semblance of a win, and and regroup and hope it goes better tomorrow. And it won't because yeah, that's, and, that's and it won't. But you, but the hope is is half the battle. Now, and I think it's just having that lineup and having all those superstars, and you still have a Carlos Correa hitting sixth. You know, in, in a lineup mm-hmm. like this, you still have – and you have the flashes of Kyle Tucker, um, you know, barreling up the baseball, and then he'll go dead again. And I and I still – I'm still all the way team Kyle Tucker. I still think he's going to be a, 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 a plus player, a star player in this league. I yep. really do, the way he's swinging the bat. Um, but, yeah, but just having – not hitting those home runs, not getting those power numbers from your the top of your lineup that we're used to, like, I mean – Altuve doesn't never goes cold like that, and then and they never go cold like that at the same time. It's like Springer struggles, but Bregman hits four hundred, um, yeah. and they're all pro. So I, I think it's just 
it's just the beginning of the season. They're not, in, it's just, they're not in, it's weird. It's fucking August, but the season's just starting. Like, their clocks, everything about this season is just wompy, and there's just nothing you can do about it. So here's, here's one thing that, that I was a little bit concerned about, I was thinking about this morning, is that, <clears throat> yeah, all the rookie, all the rookie relievers, you know, they, they look really good. Um, but also, like, the, the trend across baseball is that no one's really hitting. Uh, so what happens when the hitters catch up once they sort of get game ready? Like, are, are we looking at a, at a, a bear market or if that's, I don't know if that's, if that's the right term, a bull, no, it's a bull market, a bull market on relievers where we're like, these guys are the greatest dudes who ever lived, but every other team is struggling offensively and we just don't notice it because we're so keyed in on the Astros. Like once, once they sort of get the quote unquote spring training portion of this short season over with, like is, is someone like Blake Taylor, like super in trouble or is this who, is this who Josh James really is? Like, or I don't know, like, are, are the hitters going to catch up to, to the Astros? And we're just, we're just assuming everything's okay because they're getting the results in the box score. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's something to, to watch. Or, or, I mean, you have to also factor in that it's possible that the bullpen is just good. That Blake Taylor is just good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It has, not necessarily the, the uh, you know, the lack of offense. I, and I think it's like uh, seeing there, uh, the stuff is, is there. It's, 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 it's the, it's the control and the walks that that's, that's the difference. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's been the difference is, and that's clearly a big giant difference. Uh, well, and just, Josh James. Yeah. The league's hitting like 240, 246 as a whole. And yeah. I don't even, even worse with runners in the storm position. It's just, that's not good. No, it's it's not walking, and you're having these games. It's not just the Astros, Angels. These games are happening all over the league. So I mean, it's a league wide thing. Yeah. So that, I guess that's my concern is that it's. I mean, I, obviously, like I love Blake Taylor, and that's the greatest trade in Astros he history. Look good. He, Blake Taylor's look good. But I just wonder, like, once you know, like like Bregman, even even after yesterday's game, like someone asked Bregman you know, how do you feel at the plate? And he's like, horrible. I mean, you know, so, but, you know, you, you put in the work and hopefully it gets better. And lo and behold, you know, he had his first two hit game of the season yesterday. So, and, and Altuve's looked as bad as I've ever seen him. He had a couple of warning track shots too, where like he was just missed on a couple. And I, and I feel like that's kind of been the, where I say, other than Altuve, Altuve looks completely lost. Yep. Um, at least, you know, Springer got on and helped to, propel us to a loss but uh <laughs> did did his part you know drove in the runs and did his part so springer springer has at least squared some balls about two bay looks completely lost and he's the one guy that i would just be like it'll be fine well yeah. it'll, it, it will straighten out at some point so I, i'm not not worried about him so i mean that's that's all positive stuff for the astros i mean that's just so that's all good maybe, they, and maybe on Berlander. May, well, do you – so what's your – what's your – what do you think about Verlander? Done? He's done. Yeah, he's done. Is he yeah. done? I, I, I'm willing to readily admit that he's done for this season. Do you think he's going to need oh. Tommy John? Uh, yeah, I think he needs Tommy John, but I, I, I'm not – just because of the, the person he is and the uh, competitor, I'm not, I'm not willing to say he's done 
I'm saying he's done for the year is what I'm saying he's done. I'm not saying he's done forever. But if he gets Tommy John, man, that's that's pushing it. That's it for the – I mean, that's it for his Astros career. Yeah, yeah. He... Astros, I mean, but, I mean, that's I mean, that's a long road to even come back to even pitch again. And, and at 38 or 39, that's – man, I don't know. So, do you – could you see Verlander choosing to go, like, the McCullers route where they're like, look, you can throw, like, an inning at a time and you're not going to make it worse, but more than, like, 15 pitches and – and you know you, you're going to be done like that night. Could you like like with with McCullers what he did in 2018, where he came in in relief a, a few times? Could you see Verlander doing that, where where he's like, look, I I can't make it worse, and I'm already going to miss 2021 as it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna we need help in the bullpen, so I'm gonna move to the bullpen with an extremely strict pitch count, and I'm gonna try to help us win this crazy ass season. Is that something you could see him doing, or do you think he'd be like, uh, no, or I'm well, going to go ahead and get Tommy John? I, I mean, if he needs the surgery, then I think with, the, with his age, he needs to have that. He needs, should have already had it done. Yeah, I mean, no, I agree. That's a good point. So if he needs the surgery, then then throwing a few innings here and there just because it won't get worse, you're pushing your you're pushing your return date to where it's getting even more brutal. So I, I feel like if he has to have the surgery, there's no way that's an option. If it's just a strain and it can't get worse and he's shut down for the year, um, I see. I, yeah, I don't, I don't see how that works. Yeah, I, I think that he'd have to just get the surgery. I'm pretty sure he's – and wouldn't be surprised if he already had it and we just don't know – we don't even know it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. McCullers was like, what, 25? You yeah. Know, that's, that's, that's a lot less uh, – mileage on on that elbow than what McCullers had at that point so that's a good that's actually a good point though being in pitch again I, I I mean I I'm not if there's anybody that can come back and pitch at a high level against Justin Berlander I just you have to time is of the essence so he can't fuck around with waiting for an extra two months like if you're gonna get that surgery you get that fucking surgery because you're it's already it's you know it feels like April but it's August so <laughs> yeah no we're we're straight up a year we're we're 18 months from like spring training 2022 like that's that's just yeah. how it is so if you need 18 months and you want to come back and and start to work it out you know if you if, if the worst case scenario is you need Tommy John you're done till 2022 go ahead and get it now Right. You know, even if even if he's not an Astro, like it just makes more medical sense for him to go ahead and Man. What a disaster. Yeah. That's fun. That, that could be applied to like six or seven things. If there's any season for that to go down, it's this one, you know? Yeah. No, it's crazy to think that, you know, there, there's the very real possibility that, you know, Let's say the season gets canceled. I mean, and I, I'm I'm with you. I don't think they're I don't I don't I don't think they're gonna do it. Um, but but in this weird season, like the Astros could be could lose their ace and their closer, you know, for 18 months, you know, and, and I think in both cases that's like that could be a wrap on their on their Astros career, like right. because of the fur, because of how quickly they had to ramp up. Did that did the the did the MRI come back for Asuna yet? If they if it has then then I okay. don't. I, don't know. I saw something. I, I hadn't seen anything yet. Um, the the way he was pulled though, that's you you get a feel for this watching baseball so many years. Like you know when something's serious, you're like uh oh. The way the yeah, way he came, you, that, like the way it was stopped, it was just like that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, if you and and if you throw a pitch and then like flick your wrist and like like oh crap my fingers it's like like if you react like oh crap my hands asleep 
Like, that's a really bad sign. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I don't know if something came back yet. Um, that's that's bad, too, because I was really starting to like that fucking DJ from Zoolander haircut he had going on. <laughs> Someone said he looks like he's a, a college kid that went to Cancun, and, and I was like, that's freaking perfect. Like, that's... Goes back with that's so that's so true that's hilarious they're the worst thinnest little dreads ever <laughs> absolutely awful um yeah but his stuff's nasty so that's that sucks yeah well i mean what are you gonna do 2020 2020 uh, a short episode but i mean that's not really i mean we just want to surmise the week that's really pretty much all i have we got uh you got you got arizona and then you got oakland uh oakland's looked like mediocrity as well so uh, I think the the one good thing about playing in the AL West is that it's fucking weak as hell. We get to play these <laughs> get to play these teams over and over again. I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, I'm that's interested it. to see how tomorrow goes. Um, did you? Oh, there's something I want to talk about, and I feel like I because the if if you subscribe on Spotify or iTunes or whatever to Lima Time Time, the last thing that you heard before this current episode was me interviewing Rachel Daly uh, of the Houston Dash. And I feel like I just need to address this. That I don't think about this, but I'm going to let you have I'm gonna let you have the floor. No, the uh, – so you had, you had something come up, and they were on a really strict timeline. And, yeah. it, and it threw like a, a kink in my brain. And, and like what I've learned over the last like four or five months is that – is that little things that happen that don't go exactly how I've planned on, like they just, I, I completely unravel. Like I'm the zero <laughs> mental game pitcher. And, and because of this, because of just how like what happened in the minutes leading up to the actual interview, I ended up like super freaking nervous and I talked so fast and <laughs> it only lasted like six minutes that I just like I don't I don't I just want to I, I apologize to Rachel Daly I apologize to the listeners uh, I apologize to the Houston Dash I apologize to the listeners of Lima Time Time like it was it, Everybody, it, why it, is this even here they're like what what even is this I, I and it, it's it was just basically going to be like a like it was trying to be like a not that the not that a professional sports team needs Lima Time Time to cover them but it was like hey they won the freaking tournament. Yeah. And she's also a Leeds United fan. So that's going to be really cool. But I was just so completely unraveled by that point that none of that came across. <laughs> and it was a disaster. I wasn't a disaster. I, well, it was, it was six minutes. And which I think, like, at that point, that was just like a mercy to, the, to, to her and the Houston Dash's director of communications, which, Paloma, I'm sorry, uh, it was, it was just like, I don't know, like my mental state is not to a point where I can handle like challenges. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that's cleared up. That's been, been a lot of talk. There's a little, there's the scuttlebug around was that you absolutely melted down. And it was terrible. <laughs> All of Houston was talking like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I, I couldn't make it there in time. And he unraveled. We we're all talking about it. <laughs> she was so cool. And I was I was such a basket case by that point. It was it was bad. And I I no I, I think it. I think it's I think it's perfectly fine. So anyway, I guess six minutes. Uh, you know, not you know. Instead of seven minutes in heaven, it's six minutes in hell. <laughs> that's that's what it felt like. <laughs>
<laughs> oh god, that was bad. All right, yeah, I don't have I don't have really anything else. All right, yeah, I mean, we'll uh, we'll reconvene uh, next week and we'll yeah. talk about. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a little bit of better brand of baseball to, to discuss. Um, we'll talk about what other pitchers have 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 their had their elbows explode this week. Yeah, we'll see what else happens. We we could be playing with the. Uh, the, the Fayetteville Woodpeckers are just the, our new team. We'll see what happens. Love All it. All right, man. Next week. All right, see you.